And on the last part of this series, we will be talking about how to pray. Hello everyone, welcome back to Struggling Christians. It's your girl Ruth and I'm happy to be back with you. And this series has been amazing so far. I hope that you guys have enjoyed it as much as I've enjoyed recording the message for you. And I really hope that it's touching hearts out there and improving our, should I say, style or attitude towards prayer. So just very briefly, I would summarize what we've covered in this series. We started off by talking about the intimacy that comes with time, private, personal time with your father. Like it's none like any. Then we went on to talk about how you know things when you spend time in the presence of God. We used a few examples in the Bible, David and a few other people. So you just know things like, why, why not? <laughs> why not? That's the, that's the most important question there. And then we went on to talk about the importance of speaking in tongues. The importance of letting yourself go and letting the Holy Spirit take control when you want to pray you don't always have to be in charge and that's the whole essence of this when you when you're in a relationship with someone there are just some things that you maybe used to do for yourself but now you just let that person have it and again in this relationship that we are in with christ a lot of us accept what christ has done for us which is the sacrifice part, him dying for us. But most of us don't want to accept the lordship part. Because there's the Christ part, him coming, dying, paying for your sins. And then there's also the lordship part, which is he owns me. He is the master of me. I don't, I don't belong to myself anymore because I've been bought by a price which is his death so yes that's all of that so today as i said earlier we are going to focus on how to pray let's take a moment before we get into that so how to pray I know that that's that's the next question on your mind because we've talked about all the benefits of spending private time intimate time with your father and we've just we've really talked about a lot you know so how do you pray now there's something that a wise woman usually says a wise woman that I know and she says that there's nothing that you're going through right now that has not been covered by the word of God, that's not been covered in the scripture. And so what, this, what does this mean? Because I'm about to give you one simple step on how best to pray and not just pray, but how to actually get answers to your prayers. So in other words, I'm trying to give you a more effective way of praying. 
and that way is pray with the word of god so as i said this wise woman usually says that there's nothing that you're dealing with that's not already covered in the word of god so when you have an issue the first thing that should come to your mind before you even go into praying is what does the word of god say about this issue so i'll give you an example say something happens and you're really worried about it and you don't know what to do the first thing that should come to your mind is what does the word of god say about this thing or should i even say the first scripture that would naturally come to my mind is philippians 4 6 that says be anxious for nothing other versions say worry about nothing but in everything pray and then the scripture goes on to say other things but i hope that you guys get the idea so find the scripture meditate on it chew that scripture for a bit and then pray with the scripture the scripture is your evidence that you're bringing to the presence of god so you're saying god this is what you have said concerning this matter and that's why i'm coming to you sometimes even when i just want to praise god even when i just want to thank him when i don't have any prayer request or whatsoever i remember that scripture that says that God inhabits the praises of his people and I just tell him father what I've come to do today is just to worship you accept my praises accept my praises let my life be worshiped to you you know there's so many scriptures out there and let me again just resting on the importance of this word of God let's read Isaiah 55 verse 11 it says it is the same with my word I send it out and it always produces fruit it would accomplish all I wanted to and it will prosper everywhere I send it this is God speaking here and what the scripture means is that my word can never fail so if you use my word rightly it would accomplish what it has been sent to do So every time you receive a word or every time you stumble on a word, don't just bypass it. Don't just see it as okay, it's the word. No. Treat it as important as the scripture said it is. The word of God would always do what it says it would do. God is not man that he will lie. So if if money, if resources is your issue, In Philippians, it says that my God will supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. Take that one scripture. Stay on it. If healing is what you're looking for, it says that it took upon the beating so that I will be healed by his stripes and healed. It says that he will not inflict in Deuteronomy. The word of God says that he will not inflict the diseases he put on the Egyptians on me. So, dig into the word of God today and start to be more, let your prayers be more effective. When you take God's word back to him, it shows that you know what you're doing. 
So you're not just going to the presence of God and you're not just going there to shout at him, to make him. Some of us even threaten God in the place of prayer self. But let's not even go into that. Let's also look at Hebrews 4.12. Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is alive and powerful. It's sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting through souls and spirit and exposing our innermost thoughts and desires. Need I say more on using the word of God? I hope that you can truly see how important using the word of God to praise, and that is the most effective way you can pray. Then, lastly, I want to give you a tip in prayer. Be selfless with your prayer. Pray for others. Now, praying for others is one of the fastest ways that you can get answers to your prayers as well. And here's the reason. I was giving my teenagers at church an example. I gave them a scenario. There's a tap, there's a grass. You want to water the grass, so you connect the pipe to that tap. Now the water goes through the pipe and then falls on the grass. But guess what? By virtue of the fact that that pipe is being used as a channel to take water from the tap to the grass, that pipe can never be dry. And that's what your life will be like when you start to pray for other people. It's not possible that you're praying healing for someone else and that blessing is passing through you into that person and then you will be sick in your body. It's not possible at all. And again, praying for other people just brings you out of your shell. Because the truth is, some of us, when we go to the presence of God, we think that my problem is the worst thing that ever happened to anybody. And that's a lie. Because the truth is, you hear this today, this person passed away, this person lost their job, this person is sick with cancer, and you think to yourself, oh my God, that's so horrible. In that very moment, you're thinking, that is so terrible. What if it's me that it happens to? But guess what? When you go to pray, you forget that you've heard someone dealing with an issue that is worse as in nothing compared to what you're dealing with. But when you make it a habit to pray for people, it just takes you out of your shell. It allows you to see the world from a different perspective. It makes you more selfless. And there's another thing I would usually say. You can give and do things for people without loving them, but you cannot pray for someone without loving them. Now, I'll say that again. You can do something for someone, you can help someone, you can give someone something without particularly loving them, but you cannot pray for someone without loving them. And this fulfills um the second greatest command according to jesus which is love your neighbor as yourself now if you pick someone no matter how much you don't like that person even if you don't like that person and you decide i want to pray for this person usually it will be because you know what i will pray for this person because i love god and then that love that you have for god 
is what will naturally trickle down to that person and by virtue of the fact that you love god you're like you know what i love god so much that i i I really want to pray for this person so that's you loving that person should i say vicariously you understand what i mean but it's not possible to pray for someone without loving them and by praying for someone you can genuinely start loving someone so that's just a tip for me i learned this quite recently and i'm a big intercessor in short i specifically split my prayer time so if i'm going to pray for an hour i take 30 minutes and pray for you know a bunch of things to god about myself and then i take the other 30 minutes and i just channel it into praying for people even if nobody has specifically told me anything i just think about things i just think about people i just start calling names i have a lot of friends i have people that i meet on a daily basis and i just pray for them and that has blessed me and i hope that it blesses you too Thank you so much, guys, for joining me today. I really, truly hope that you have been blessed, that you have been blessed, and that you've actually learned something. Don't forget, you can always reach me if you need any help with praying, if you need to know steps on how to pray. It has been covered in this series. Just stick with us. Tune in every week and learn something god bless you and i look forward to seeing you next time i love you bye bye